0: Hey y'all what's good Welcome to another episode Another great episode of Diary of Mad Black Man Um This is One of the final episodes One of these final episodes I didn't got a little off track With the numbers and shit But um This episode here Is Titled A very special title Um It's called for I mean obviously I see it's for your ears only Um Partially because of the message that is really conveyed at the end of part one of this series, even though the title to the next one may not be the same. I don't know what I'm gonna make it right now. But um this episode is featuring one of my favorite people in the world. It's my cousin Jalen. Um obviously I'll see that in the title as well. Um but I did just hit my blunt, so that's why I took a little pause. But anyway, um i just want to give a quick introduction to this because like these episodes featuring my cousin were recorded during the pandemic in 2020 i believe it was june or july of 2020. um i know it was around the time of rayshard brooks um being killed at the wendy's here in atlanta um and my cousin was going through a lot of shit at the time I and mean, we're gonna get into all that in these episodes. But this was something from the vault That at first I struggled with putting it it out Like Jalen I know you listening right now I'm just keeping the band with you bro Like, Like it was the reason why it took so long And why I've resonated with doing and producing this episode with you Is because I don't know if you realize how much I learned about you My cousin my blood I, I, There was so much that you Let out in this moment During this episode That like I've listened to this so many times Like trying to produce it and edit it And take certain shit out um, And for those of y'all listening Like you guys are about to see How fucking dope my DNA is Like My like I was I, I guess the biggest thing for me was um, just the level of intellect that you have, um, and as y'all get into it, like y'all y'all can really understand and see that you know what I'm saying, like the part that like even going back and listening and editing it was um you talking about your extensive vocabulary and you talking about some you't read some books that I ain't even read, so um, yeah, I'm gonna shut the fuck up, and we're gonna get into this episode, um. And yeah, we definitely got a three-part, well, two-part series with this one. I was gonna do three, but I'm just do two. So, um, yeah, let's get into this episode, Jalen, because I love you, bro. I love you forever. You are like a brother to me, the brother I wish I always had, and the brother that I grew up and I finally got. Um, I love you, man. And to those of y'all listening, I hope y'all enjoy the show because it's dope. It's very inspirational. And like I said, this is a two-part series. You know what? I might make it a three-part series. I don't know. It depends on how my creativity juices are flowing throughout today while I'm podcast and shit. So um, yeah, let's get into it. So let's get it. it. (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another great episode of Diary of Mad Black Man. I'm sorry, I'm still moving stuff myself. Let me get to my get into my mode. I'm very excited about uh, what y'all are listening to because this is the first time that I've had somebody that is my blood on my podcast my first family member on my podcast so uh, without further ado go (laughs) ahead let
1: them know who you are okay um my name is jaylen blake's cousin just for you guys that's listening that don't know who i am like this like one of my favorite people in the world like he's been inspirational to me like at points in time in my life where you know i'm i was depressed or Dealing with a lot, and just even in times where I'm good, I will look up and see that he's doing something new with his life. You know, I've I've always tried to make sure I maintain some form of contact over uh passable. Well,
0: how how was you? You was sixteen when we met, right? Man, yeah, I think you was sixteen. Yeah, you... I was sixteen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was sixteen. Cause every time I be ready to at when you it was like sixteen, I be thinking like, man, I'm finna to say I'm seventeen, but I think I think back to that one college party, <laughs> 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 but we, we gonna get
0: into all that. Um, no, nah, go ahead, keep going. Just, just say what you keep on. I don't mean to cut you off. I just like I was thinking like, dang, like so that's been. So if I'm, so if you how old are you now? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. So that's like ten years. Yeah, we, we got a decade in this thing that we going been, on eleven. Low key going on eleven. Yep, I was I was three years older, so I was like 20. 19, 20.
1: Because I think he was older
0: than that. No, I was like 19, 20. Because I didn't didn't even go to Europe yet. I hadn't gone to Europe yet when we met. Yep, you sure didn't. So, And I turned 21 when I came back from Europe. Because I remember when... That was one of the things that I remember about that time period. Because when I came back to the States and i celebrate my birthday it wasn't like my 21st birthday wasn't a big deal to me because you already was doing i was already so it's like you know um yeah i'm really excited to uh really be able to sit you down and, and get you on my podcast and bring you into this experience because that's really what i'm understanding that that i'm creating here you know um you know the title, I don't even know if I told you the title or the background or anything to my podcast, like really in depth, so I'm gonna break it down to you real quick. Okay. So Diary it's called Diary of a Mad Black Man. It started out of the idea that I wanted to create a safe space for myself. You know, I needed to I needed some sort of outlet. I needed something to allow myself the time to literally just sit down and get shit off my chest, right? So in January of last year, 2019, is when I first started my Anchor account, which is the distribution platform that distributes my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. The main two is Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm messing up right now because my, I'm just my thoughts are going as well. But so it's on a bunch of platforms. So anywho, um, it wasn't until October of last year that I officially launched my first episode. Hmm. i was i kind of told you we went and have breakfast this morning for those of y'all that don't know uh we went to thumbs up Diner. shout out to thumbs up in edgewood ate <laughs> together <that> food <laughs> the, the fact all that pancakes. all that food was but, fun yeah yeah but anywho um and like i was telling you earlier you know i had got sick that month and that was the month that i was out um, just off work, and um, I was staying with, with a really good friend of mine who's like family to me now, um, you eventually, you might meet her while you're here, I'm not 100% sure about that, but anywho, uh, I was on a conference call with this guy called, what's his name, let me be sure I get it right, because I think his name's like David Shans or something like that, um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but his Instagram name is Sleepers for Suckers, And he had a conference call Yeah, Sleepers for Suckers Yep, David Shans. He had a conference call that morning That I ended up being on Long story short behind that Um, I was on the conference call and I was just telling them, you know, I've I've always been for so long since I quit my teaching job. I've been like, I got to find a way for myself. I got to get into real estate. I got to start a business for myself. I got to, you know, change the way that I think when I started to learn more about money and finances and the real estate game and and really was just learning new things about how to actually have assets in life. I knew I had to do something different. It wasn't going to come working for a paycheck. I was like, I got to get something to where no matter what I do. If I get locked up, I'm still got direct deposits coming somewhere. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not going to ever do nothing that causes me to go to jail because <laughs> my business are 100% legit, legal, certified by the state of Georgia. But you get what I'm saying, oh, yeah. All right? Yeah, I get it. So I was on this call and I was telling them how, you know, I want to do real estate, you know, but I was also like, you know, I kind of want to do this. I kind of want to do that kind of threw a couple of my ideas out. And the guy, he was like, the different he's like, what you need to focus on is your mindset, he says, because it seems to me like you have a lot of great ideas, which all of us as entrepreneurs, as business owners, you're just you are one of us. We have tons of different things. Most people that are very successful that you that actually have real live assets, they have multiple streams of income. They're not dependent on one form of income. They're not dependent on a paycheck. A paycheck is one form of income. That's it. If you don't go to work, you don't get paid. If you get sick and end up in the hospital, you don't get paid. You see what I'm saying? There's different what there's different forms of and also prior to that i and this wasn't the first time that somebody said that to me because like i was saying prior to that i learned about the different types of currency which is like your time knowledge social capital actual money and your ideas and relationships which i think that's probably like six but anywho um and so i just been learning a lot about financial literacy about just a different way to look at money a different way to look at the world so long story short He said something to me that changed my life. He said, what you need to focus on is your mindset. Because you have to be mentally prepared to do what it is that you want to do. He says, you have to be mentally prepared to sit in meetings discussing millions of dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars or just thousands of dollars. You have to start somewhere. But you have to prepare yourself for the long run and the longevity of what is to come. I don't even know if that's exactly what he said, but that's what I took away. And so when I got off the call, I'm still, remember, goes back to reality. I'm literally sitting in my friend's living room. She at work. I think her son was at school. I'm by myself and I'm literally sleeping on her couch and I'm like still sick. You see what I'm saying? I, it, at this point, I was finally able to get up and move around and take care of myself. But it was like still a lot of stuff I was dealing with health wise that just didn't allow me. I mean, I couldn't go to work. You know what I'm saying? And, and I technically couldn't physically be at work either. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother story that I talked about early, in earlier episodes of my podcast. But I sat there and I remember just the feeling of, of being worthless being useless youth uh just looking at my situation you know my I didn't have my own crib I didn't have money like that you know I almost died bro like and prior a week prior to me almost spending seven days in the hospital I was literally saying how much I didn't want to live how much I wanted to die how much I hated myself how much I was a fuck up and I had I because I've had so many great opportunities I have a bachelor's degree, a master's degree I was just a teacher, you know what I'm saying But I let my mindset and the things that I was suppressing within myself interfere with that And it was a lot of bullshit a lot of motherfuckers did around me too A lot of stuff that I went through, you know, behind the scenes from personal life to professional life You know, that's a whole other conversation And those of you listening, if y'all want to check other episodes out to find more about that More of that's going to come But anywho, long story short Sitting in a living room of my homegirls crib with nothing but my phone and my laptop I said what can I do out of all these ideas I have you know I had been writing stuff down in journals and in my notes and all that stuff I showed you my notes that go back to college just different ideas of stuff that I've had I said what can I do right now because I gotta do something and I know that I gotta first put myself first. I know I got to get my mindset together and I really have to start to apply the things that I know to my life. I know how to be uh, a professional. That's one. I know how to be kind and courteous. I know how to be respectful. I know how to throw a suit on. You know what I'm saying? Get Mm -hmm. tied up, buttoned up. Just like I know how to throw on some J's and some some basketball shorts and do whatever it is I need to do as well. You feel me? Yeah. Even though I don't got no jays, But I got some Rachis right now. Which I'm going to get some J's one day. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So in that moment, I said, you know what? I'm going to start my podcast. I'm going to figure it out. And I, I was thinking I had to get a mic. I didn't even, my first 20 episodes, I didn't even have a mic. You know what I'm saying? So I started with literally what I had. And I've built this day in and day out. There have been times when I've wanted to quit, when I wanted to give up. Hell, I think, I know in January, I I stopped putting out episodes. It's like two weeks in January that I didn't release nothing just because of where I was. I literally, and I don't want to go in depth into that story right now um, because this isn't the time or the place, but I literally went and spent like three days in a hotel room, like, Spending money that I know I shouldn't have been spending, but I had to because that's where I, that's how dark I was in January. At a certain point, you feel me like it got to the point to where I was just like, I can't do nothing but lay in this room and try to and pray to God and cry and and, and let it all out. I and another reason why I stayed in that hotel room spending money I didn't have is because I didn't want to go through that at my homegirl's crib because she got a son that's seven years old. I didn't want him to see me crying like that. I didn't want him to see me letting out that much emotion because that's how real it got. And since then, it's allowed me the opportunity to really build something that i you couldn't have told me in October and January. You couldn't have told me in April that my podcast will be doing what it's doing right now. You couldn't have told me and I would have believed it. It wasn't until I started to really focus on a a bigger mission for myself, a greater vision for myself, a greater... just I just wanted to be a better person. Healing is not an easy process. Me and you done been through so much. And I know you... (laughs) You got some stories. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard enough to live in this country as a black man, period. I don't care what kind of degrees, what kind of certifications, what kind of empire, or how much money you have. It's yeah. still going to be hard. That in, in the United States, we have a different experience than other black men around this world. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And we also have to understand that America is not the only place you know what I'm saying? There are p- people in other countries and other cities and other <coughs> um, locations that live life in a beautiful way. So, I want to um, ask you just a couple questions right now so we can get started. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you remember? Or, yeah, let's let's start there. What do you remember about when we
1: initially met like that day. I remember I remember that, that day vividly like like I I still be I talk about it to my mom sometimes like you know so what happened that morning you woke up and what happened? I tell you verbatim. I woke up that morning. <laughs> I woke up that morning. I had like literally had just like went through like a lot of stuff with my my brother and um I was on juvenile parole. I like I, this is like I just came back around my family, like so it was like, you know I was still in this phase of like getting used to being around my mom and like for those of you that don't know because I'm talking with my cousin so he knows but right, I mean, no stop but yeah go but, ahead I feel you, you but for for the for you you guys that are listening I was in DCFS when I was young so I I didn't spend a lot of time with my my biological family.
0: How were you when you went to DCFS?
1: Uh, I was. Five. I spent literally two days after being the DCFS. I had my sixth birthday. Um. But yeah. I, uh. But back on the topic though. Uh, that day. So like I was like, my juvenile parole. Like my whole site was set at my brother Tyler's house, which he's my second oldest brother besides my little uh, which you know little Mark, my brother on uh my dad's side. And um like me and you know, me his bond is different, we're close, but mm-hmm. it's is the relationship isn't consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, people sometimes battle a lot of demons, but I remember we just got into it. I wasn't staying with him, I was staying at my mom's house. My mom knew I was going through a lot of stuff. So she tried to like cook and do little things, like cheer me up when mm-hmm. I'm with, around her and stuff. So she knows I like fried green tomatoes and a lot. And just so happened Aunt Joanne had texted my mom and and let her know that she has some let her know that she has some green tomatoes. And my mom asked me if I want some fried green tomatoes. I was like, yeah, of course. And she was like, oh, we're well, we can go over there to Aunt Joanne's house. I'm gonna get some um, some green tomatoes from her. She has some. Like, I come get them. And just so happened, as we were coming in, sitting there, my mom she likes to rush out. I was enjoying talking to Aunt Joanne because I hadn't seen her so long. And you walk in, and then. I remember, I literally remember later on, we ended up getting up the same day and from that day on, it was like, at least if it wasn't like three, four times a week, we, we was kicked, we, at least twice a week, we was, we was hanging out together and it was like daily and then like, I just remember like, like, cause like I've always, there's just always been a part of me that's been infatuated with the streets like up until recently that I've really become a mature young man and like life has put a lot of things in perspective for me to where I realized that you know that's it's not where it's at you know like and and to be honest with you there's a song by J. Cole J. Cole got a song for a lot of people listening that you know if you don't like J. Cole I recommend that you do listen to the J. Cole song if you know somebody that's dealing with problems in the streets or they're addicted to it or you have a family member friend somebody that you just care about relationship whatever I feel like you should listen to the song and take heed to what he's saying because there really is a cyclical nature to doing time and to being in the streets like it's addictive like it become addictive and a lot of people that for people that don't know like the streets a lot of the guys especially African American males, Hispanic males that turn to the streets is because they lack the family orientation growing up in a household or just coming up in in this time. And it's, I mean, it's sad that the day and age that we live in, especially among African-American families, the percentile of mothers and fathers that are married or stay together is, is in short supply because we, growing up in... The generations before us, a lot of times, didn't have the right or necessary role models to perpetrate. Well, I don't even say perpetrate, but to uh, emulate the the right way to be a mother and a father, and to have a proper, healthy, loving relationship inside a marriage with each other, in order to show their child how. A family is actually supposed to Work and be cohesive
0: Yeah, a, a, a family to me Is really, it, it, it's definitely About love, it's also about Support, but I think A thing that, you know, black Families in general are missing That it's also about economics Yeah, You know, there's, yeah. if you have Five people in a household That can all go And make, let's just say for math purposes A thousand dollars a month Mm-hmm that's $5,000 in a household that you all can eat off of if you all do it cooperatively, respectfully, and make sure nobody's really trying to get off o- get over on each other. You know what I'm saying? And so I really like, and that's why like I've always tried to stay in touch with you as well. And that's one of the reasons why I embraced you the way that I did because I come from a very similar background. I mean, I wasn't in DCFS or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we come from the same family tree, basically and so my experiences may not have necessarily had me in the streets even though like at, i'm gonna put it like this i ain't been in the streets like you <laughs> but i'd have been in the streets with niggas like you yeah i know because i have been in the streets <laughs> with you you yeah, what I, I know what i'm saying doing uh, no, we ain't gonna talk about all that right now you know <laughs> gotta keep it kind of that's a whole another episode for a whole another time mm-hmm. but um it's just intriguing to me to to really hear you, cause like like on some real shit outside of this podcast, the mic, the recording, like you are smart as shit. Like the fact, wait,
1: what was the name of the J Cole song? Oh uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. The name of the J Cole song is "For Your Eyes Only." The name of the album, but it's the last song on there. It's like eight minutes long. And it's this. It's, it's called "For Your Eyes Only," and it was the. It, and not to not to to cut you off or to no, get good. off track or or whatever, but. The it it the what he said in the song that stuck out to me it was for the fact that the the fact that it didn't really hit me for real until I had my own daughter like my own little girl like you know like this is this is my baby and it's like even now like you know I I sometimes have to chastise myself into like you know the mind frame of like you know you have because she's not with me but at the end of the day like what he what he said in the song he said. He said my views were misshaped by new mixtapes. He said what I learned when I learned what I learned in the streets, I thought was true. When a real dude hungry, he don't he don't uh, he'll just take your food, then he pull up on your block and let the heat. I true, I was full. Uh He said I hope my daughter finds a, a young man with. Vote uh, goals and point of views much broader than the block, and if not, it's gonna corner you into a box where your son don't know what's pops, and the cyclical, the cyclical nature of doing time continues. I'm gonna keep stopping and stunning because I have to get it right, but that, that in itself, that in itself, like the whole number one, the whole message for people that don't even know. A lot of people don't know this. That album for us only was a concept album. Okay. Like this is the way my mind works with things, and like thing, I like I, I most but definitely believe shallow waters run deep or still waters run deep, however it goes, and like that. So what do you mean by that? Still waters run deep. Like with me, like talk like looking at me, people can like assume make like especially in certain settings, people automatically can make an uh, assumption of what type of person I am, mm-hmm. just by judging me off of the way I look. Mm-hmm. But for a person to talk to me, you would know that I, I have an extended vocabulary, or that I like Japanese cartoons, or that I've read Dante's Inferno and Homer's Odyssey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And can talk to you about dinner, any subject or topic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Politics, religion, love, whatever, what family? It, I can I talk about it all because I've. I've experienced so many different walks of life at an early age, you know, and it's, it's, it's crazy because with me, like, I think about the bigger picture, and like, but the bigger picture that I think about is like, I try my best to be empathetic to other people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, sympathizing with people. It, it, it's like it stops, but empathizing with somebody is something that's can it because you I'm able to emotionally attach myself to you and what you're going through and what you're dealing with on the inside because I've been through what you've been through before and mm. I can understand mm. fully what you're dealing with mm. you get, you get what I'm saying mm. and a lot of people aren't like that. You know and mm-hmm. and not even just not empathetic but i not can't sympathize with someone else you know mm-hmm. and people don't try to understand others mm-hmm. you know for those of you who listen I'm not proud of it but I have locked been locked up in prison before I was locked up for almost three years and I you know as a young as a young man I've been locked how, up. how were you when you got locked up I was wait pause
0: we gonna get into all that okay. because I gotta hop on this call. We said we can do a quick twenty minute run, Okay. and there's some things I wanna um, kind of teach you about how to talk into the mic and some <laughs> other stuff and some ideas and really get a format. Um, cause y'all, cause y'all know how I do on my mic. Like this is the Diary of a Mad Black Man. I come on here. I like literally how we just sat down and I push record. That's what I do, and it helps to release. It helps to get stuff off my chest. So I'm happy to be seeing your face. I'm happy you actually sitting across from me because we about to create some magic. Man, i so um so ladies and gentlemen um i don't even know what this episode gonna be called i don't know nothing about that but i thank you for listening to another great episode of diving mad black man my name is blake your host and we are yo what's up y'all appreciate y'all for listening tuning into this episode with me and my cousin um I, I felt like, you know, since my podcast is coming to an end, I wanted to do an outro. I don't know. Like, I'm sitting here now, even in this moment, like, I don't think I've ever done, like, a outro segment to my podcast. So, this is something that's, like, at the end of my ropes with this podcast. Um, I'm trying something new. Um, but the main thing I want to say is, um, if you're listening to this, um, regardless of what point of my journey you've tapped into this, I would highly encourage you to share my podcast with some mental health professionals, people in the field people that um, are mental health advocates, healers, spiritual healers, um, because I would like some feedback and I would like some engagement. um, Even as I end production on this podcast, I do want – it to still continue for it to still live for it to still be a body of work that I can always come back to and reference and build from as well. So that's really what this message is about too. Um, also, I don't think I've ever really said this throughout the entire duration of this podcast. Um, a review on Apple podcast, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you listening to leave a review, let me know what you think. Um, that's something that I'm going to do um, actually right after I finish recording this outro is go and um, read the reviews, listen to them and put them into like an episode or two. Well, not or two, but, um, I know I got two more episodes that I'm planning to do. So that's why I said or two, but anyway, um, yeah, I find that, uh, as, as y'all know, I'm not ending my podcast career right now. I'm actually transitioning to doing a different type of podcast, a new podcast. Um, just really want to elevate my platform and, and my persona and really tap into, um, a larger audience, a larger audience that I've built. Um, But, yeah, but I'm still fucking with Diary of a Mad Black Man. Till I die, I'm going to always be a mental health advocate first. And I need to constantly remind myself of that. I'm actually thinking about getting tatted on me, so it's like a reminder. Like, I'm about to get some more tattoos. I actually have a tattoo appointment scheduled. So, I'm just really in a space right now as I'm wrapping up this podcast that I'm still healing. I'm still evolving. Um, But this journey that I've had through doing this podcast has really helped me to find my voice and um, put language to what I, what it is I've been dealing with as far as my mental health. Um, it's helped me find resources and community and stuff like that. So I still want to have that aspect of my career and my creative journey moving forward, be a part of everything I'm doing moving forward. And as you guys continue to listen to not only this podcast, but hopefully my other podcast, the Padisky Podcast. Uh, oh, I think that's the first time I've ever said that. Actually, recorded. I don't even know. You, I talked about it in another episode. I don't know, but a lot of shit is like coming to a head right now. Um, and I'm just really kind of stepping into this lane that I created for myself. And so, I do again want to just say I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I do also want to say that if this is like one of your first times really listening to the entirety of one of my podcasts or finding my podcast. Um, my shit is dark. Like this is a real deal. Like my diary, like there's some episodes that I can't even go back and listen to. Like I'm not going to hold you. So, um, but I do encourage you to still come back, um, and still listen, um, and tune in give me some feedback, like I said, leave a review and this, um, the part two episode uh, featuring my cousin, which is the extended version, the longer version, the one where I really, um, interviewed him and like, I, 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 wait, I'm, I'm about to start my intro to, to that segment now so let me just wrap this up Um, again appreciate y'all for listening appreciate y'all for tuning in Um, regardless of what point of my journey that you've tapped into um, understand that mental health is the greatest wealth that you can ever have on the face of this earth and as long as you are living and you have good health you are one of the richest people walking the face of this earth regardless of what material things you have in your possession so with that being said it's the pod father and I'm out (laughs)
1: If you ever gonna let me know, yeah. Suicide, if you ever try to let go, uh I'm sad and know, yeah, I'm sad and no.